Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting from Atlanta, Georgia, this is The Bright Side with Technisha. A daily broadcast on real-life issues that will keep you motivated. And now, here's your host, Technisha. Good afternoon, everyone. Smile, because today is Thursday, September the 4th, 2014, and welcome to another episode of The Bright Side with Technisha. I'm your host, Technisha, and glad that you're here. Yesterday, we got into our spirituality, talking about God and everything, and understanding. Today, we're going to go a little bit deeper into it, go into the psychic world. Everybody remembers Linda Blair from The Exorcist. Yes, we all do remember that, um, going into the demonic attacks and just not being yourself. So here with me to explain a little bit about the paranormal lifestyle is psychic medium and psychic paranormal investigator Christine Corder, who will be enlightening us with this. So let's keep our ears and eyes open. Do call in at 347-426-3751. I will also leave the chat box open as well. Christine, how are you doing today? Good. How are you? It's so nice to be here. I am, I'm so glad that you are here. And I also have three other people on the line as well. How all of you? How, how are all of you today? I, they're good. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I had to get it out. I got a little choked up. So, Christine, before we go, before we go any farther, Christine, let's get into a little bit about details about you, how you got into finding out that you had these psychic abilities. Well, you know, I was born this way. And when I was a little kid, and, and I think all of us can agree that children are very, very intuitive. Um, we don't lose that ability until we get older and we become afraid or however it happens, you know, we just kind of don't use it. And so I was born that way, but because I was brought up in a haunted house and there was issues of uh, dysfunction, let's just say that, um, my gifts were helping me, but at the same time with the dysfunction, they got a little bit marred and they were harder for me to use. Um, but I've always been psychic. I come from like a family of psychics, kind of the both sides. So it, it was something that I, I, I never found out that I was psychic. I just was always psychic. Later on, I found out that not everyone had, had used these abilities that, to the extent that I did. Wow. So you're able to clearly like look into someone's past, present, and future? Yes, but, you know, not just everything I want to see. It's it's certainly not for, you know, fun or entertainment, and I don't do it to take power or control over anybody. I do it with the intent of helping, you know, so God can reach into that person's life and, and bring healing and understanding and clarity. But, yes, that's what that is what I do. <laughs> I always have to clarify, though, excuse me, because a lot of people have, um, you know, a misunderstanding of what I do. Right, and that, you know where that comes from, Christine. It comes from the media. People we have seen it on TV, we take it, oh, okay, so you do this, you're magical, and like the charm. No. So I'm glad that I have you on so we can get a better understanding of this because this is all part of the and motivation to it. So what are some of the ways demonic activity can start in a person's life, though? Okay, well, that's a very good question because when you, when you mention TV, what happens to me, and I, I know other people, the, the general public, we have a general idea of how things work in the spiritual realm, unfortunately based in a large part on what we see on television. I am not, I love the Long Island medium. I absolutely think she's legitimate, but I am not her. I don't work like her. I don't work like any other psychics that are on television or probably that aren't on television either, but what happens is people need to understand that there's all different ways that demonic activity can start. But one of the main things that I have learned over the years is it starts with our, ourselves, basically. And I hate to blame people for that because that's not necessarily what I'm saying. But let's say that um, I'm abused, okay? Somebody around me is abusing me. And then after a while, the victim of abuse will actually start to blame themselves. And they'll say, oh, 
I must have done something to deserve this. And then what happens is they expect to deserve it. So the reason that I'm using that as an analogy is because when demonic beings are around, they will try to harass a person. That's their motive. They don't want to do anything else except that's all they want to do. Um, so if they can break you down enough, they will eventually make you believe that you deserve it or that there's no hope and there's nothing that you can do to stop it from happening. So that's basically the things that you have to look for are dysfunction, um, depression, anxiety, a lot of that, and then that's where you have to, like, change the energy around you. You know, if you're with people that are very negative, be careful of that. You know, just little small things like that will help bring us protection. Don't go out and mess around with things. I do paranormal investigations. I do not use Ouija boards. I don't use, I don't go out and provoke anything. I don't go out, I wouldn't, would highly recommend not going out and asking anything to show itself. You know, things like that can leave us susceptible. I'm not saying it would happen every time, but it can leave us susceptible. It comes down to this. It comes down to being humble and knowing what we are, but knowing what we're not. That, that's what it comes down to protecting ourselves. So weakness <laughs> allows for demonic activity to start. Right. But, um, I, I guess so many approach these subjects from a non-biblical perspective, and that's why they believe that ghosts are the spirits of dead people who, for whatever reason, have not gone to the next stage. But according to those who do believe in actual ghosts, they said, Christine, that there are actually three different kinds of like hunting, um, is that true? Um, I think they say residual hunting, hunting by human spirits, and then you have interaction with non-human spirits or demons. I believe that there are different spirits, definitely, 100%. And I think that I'm probably, I don't know, but I think I'm probably one of the few psychic mediums who's a little bit, like, almost insanely careful when it comes to doing any type of medium work. I mean, I will meet with people who have lost, like, their family members, but I tell people, look, you know, you have to be careful when you're delving into the spiritual world at all, even if you have a gift, and especially if we have a gift, we have to always remain connected to God. I am not any denomination, so I don't, you know, I don't profess to any denomination, but I will say that it is a gift from God, and we have to be careful that being said, yes, I believe that there are outright demons. I believe that there are ghosts of people who have passed away. Ghosts of people who have passed away, incidentally, pretty much every single time that I've ever had an experience with them, there is some type of, um, there's usually a type of like um, negative energy. If, if they're earthbound, that's what I mean, not, you know, a medium thing. But if a, if a spirit, a human spirit is earthbound, there is some type of negative um, or demonic energy present. So there's definitely, there's so many different types that we have to be extremely careful and, and really, um, just very on, on guard is what I'm saying. Right. Um, and if any of the other listeners on, on right now have any questions, you can step right on in and go right ahead. Because this is it. This is a totally different topic, but I want to do something a little differently. So, so if anybody have any questions or opinions on this, please you can go ahead and speak. I will not hold you back from doing that. Um, but you know, when it comes to the Bible, because people love to throw the Bible in there, talk about the Archangel Michael, the Archangel. But really, the Bible never really speaks of hunting. Rather. It teaches that when a person dies, the spirit of that person goes to one of two places. And if the person is a believer in Jesus Christ, his spirit is ushered into the presence of the Lord in heaven. Later, he will be reunited with his body at the resurrection. And if the person is not a believer in Christ, his spirit is put in a place of torment called hell. So what are your thoughts on that as well, Christine? Well, I mean, that's a, that's a loaded question, <laughs> i got to tell you. Um, like I said, I don't, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not any one denomination. Um, I well, believe I in Jesus Christ, but I, but I also, um, I, I don't want to be offensive in my answer, so please forgive me. Um, I, I do believe that. I believe that God is obviously 
you know, in, in control of every single thing that happens. And certainly God created us. So where we go after we pass away, God is aware of that. Um, but I also think that God has given us free will. And when I've read the Bible, I've noticed that God has given us free will. And, I mean, I, I don't want to get into a, a you know, I'm, not the, I'm probably not as well-read even remotely as you are in the Bible, so I can't get into a, a the, you know, a theology um, discussion about it. But I think that God has given us free will and that certain times things are apparent. I, I don't know how to back that up scripturally, and I'm sorry for that, but I know from my experiences, you know what I'm saying? No. I don't think hey, people well, should hunt ghosts. I'm right. sorry. I, I, I agree with you. I think you should leave, leave the dead where it needs to be left at because I'm not yeah. going in no grave or doing no, no sorts of um, conjuring up the spirits or nothing like that. I'm going to just leave that alone. See, I watch enough. I do. I watch all that on TV, the paranormal activities and stuff, and watching people cut it up and like, you know what? I'm gonna just leave you where you at. See, I don't want to play with you. <laughs> I don't want to start. I don't want to start the fire that I cannot. Um, that I cannot feel. So, how can being a psychic or a medium help a person in those situations, though, with the demonic activity? Well, you know, I mean, let's put it this way. If we look at this world, we look at society, I look at it this way. I have been in a war since probably the day I've been born. And, you know, between my childhood, which was very dysfunctional and very abusive, and then my young adulthood, I mean, I could just go down each decade, and I'm not going to go because then you'll know how old I am, and then I'll be embarrassed. And, um, no, I'm just kidding. But, you know, I, I feel like years ago, even in my early 20s, um, you know, I would pray and I would cry and I would say, you know, God, why are you letting this happen to me? I don't understand. And then when it got to the worst point in my life, because I was Catholic and um, they were very wonderful faith, loved them, they don't have anything to say about them. But the way that they dealt with me was a very judgmental manner. And I came from, it was like I came from the fire and went into the frying pan. You know what I'm saying? And I came out, I was seeking God, I was seeking answers to what was going on in my life and they were coming back and saying well your your work is of the devil and you're you're sinning and the reason that you have this activity in your life is because you must have done something wrong and it would break my heart because i knew that in truth i was praying and saying i don't want this stuff to happen i don't want this stuff to be going on and it was then that you know just from staying true and praying and and trying to understand that I, underst- I realized that these gifts were given to me to help me to understand what was going on. Because if I go into a situation where there are spirits, um, I can say, you know, God, send your archangels to cover me and, and protect me, help me to use my gifts, and then I'm going to have faith and say, okay, God, is, God has given me this gift. Now God is going to show me how to use it, and I'm going to be able to, like, go through that, war zone, if you will. For, I hate to sound dramatic, but even if it's just if I'm walking down the street, just my little spidey senses go off. And the more that I pray and the closer that I keep with God, the more that I'm able to understand that gift. So that, in that respect, that's how being a psychic. And I think also, you know, that the word psychic has a lot of bad um, connections to it. You know, if I want to say that I have discernment, it might be a little bit easier for people to, to hear that word. But, you know, the gift is from God, and that will help us to understand what's going on spiritually. You know what I mean? That's the way right. that I really feel that it helps. Right, and and it is true. And a lot of people, like we said, we, we get it mixed up. We think of, when people think of psychics, you think of witchcraft, and that's not what a psychic mm-hmm. really is. That's even being psychic or using one's talents for one's own benefit. Because um, it makes me think about the mentalists on TV there you have this brilliant example of a psychic who is just using his his powers of observation, much as Conan Doyle right. or Sherlock Holmes did. And but to me, you're like a counselor, and that is a gift because you're an observer, like you said. And I even suspect some folks honestly think they probably are psychic, but they are instead just gifted observers. But that's just that's just my opinion. But and your with your expertise, really, like you said, everyone 
has these powers, but in order to just really have psychic powers, you just have to you have to work at it, Christine, or do they just come naturally to most? I, I believe, honestly, that every single person is psychic. I believe that we are born this way. I believe that these are gifts that God has given us. Um, I also believe 100% that the intention that we have behind how we use these things uh, determines which side of the spectrum we're, we're rooting for, you know. If I were to take my abilities and use them to control people or to harm people, then clearly I wouldn't be using them from God. I wouldn't be worshiping God through the gift, or not worshiping God, but acknowledging God for the gifts, you know. I would be acknowledging myself and, and certainly something that wasn't so so loving and and um, and uh, deep and good. So, um, um, I mean, I forgot the original. Every I, the original question was, does everybody have them? I believe that everybody has the gifts. How you can keep them is like playing music by ear. When people ask me, if you don't play music, after a while, you kind of start to lose it. You know, it's like anything else in our lives. If you don't keep doing it. It doesn't stay around, you know, and, and for a person to start out just to just to kind of like praying is really the best thing. You know, praying and connecting with God in the way that's comfortable for us is the best advice that I can give. And then from there, just trust. Oh, my gosh, it's so much trust. <laughs> it really is. Right. And I do. I agree with you. No, I'm on the page with you, Christine, because, you know, Many people in the Bible were given spiritual gifts, both in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, and male and female alike. So it's clear that spiritual gifts do exist, but I really don't call it a psychic. I just I think of you more as the word of knowledge. That's how I would think of it, like you're a true prophet for God. You're here to assist others, to give, to inform them, to reveal to them something that they may not know of. So that's how I really think of you. So yes, I think that's a true and beautiful gift that you have, Christine. I don't, I don't object to it at all. Now, what is it in your situation? What is it like to be possessed? Have you ever been in that position? I was in that position. I, um, like I said, I came from a, a childhood of dysfunction. To be polite, <laughs> I mean that's a whole other show. If I'm gonna, you know, go into that. <laughs> But, Don't um, worry, Christine, we'll have another episode. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, but I came from that, and um, what had happened was the house that I grew up in and, and a certain relative that, that I used to go to and frequent a lot, um, they had activity going on. I don't really know. I never investigated the house. I would never investigate the house. I don't even care. I don't even want to know. You know, it's none of my business. I don't, I'm just so glad I'm out of there, you know? Um, and it, what happened was because of the, the dysfunction, the abuse, uh, I was weakened. You know, I was very weakened. And, and to, to top off everything, because I had the abilities, when someone is empathic, um, you know, you can feel another person's emotions. And I think a lot of times that happened. They used to happen to me when I was a child that I would pick up on people's emotions very readily. And it, it became a weakness because of, of the abuse that I went through. And so the negative energies and the negative entities and the demons, because there's like three stages, three or four stages, they were kind of, you know, where the carcasses, there the vultures gather, you know what I'm saying? Um, so they were yeah. waiting in the wings, and they just took that opportunity. And because mentally and emotionally I was not mature, I was not healthy, they were able to... Uh, start to take control and by the time I was like 20 or 21 my gifts were very muted my gifts were still there but they were kind of like I, I never understood it until after I became free but my gifts were like I couldn't quite get in touch with them like I used to be able to and then when I met with the the priest Father Freddie he was from India and he was actually a gifted exorcist little to my knowledge, um, and I was freed, um, then I realized that the gift was, the gift became freer. So that's how they kind of came around. And then, of course, when they're around, um, it wasn't a full possession. It was an intermittent possession. It was like trying really desperately to be a possession. They were really trying to hold on. Like if you see someone who's going through a, a deliverance and 
you know, the entity might make itself known only when it's being, excuse me, <coughs> when it's being um, threatened. And that's what it was for me. You know, because they're not going to say anything. They're not going to show themselves. Demons are very sneaky. They don't want, like if you watch The Exorcist on television or, or any of these shows, they claim that if they have a demonic haunting, all this noise is going on and, and there's things moving around. Uh-uh. That's not the way it happens. They're, they're quiet. They don't want to be known. When you threaten a demonic entity, that's when they'll dig their heels in and that's when they'll start screaming and yelling and hollering. And that's when you've got to say, thank God, because at least you know I'm doing something right because if they're starting to yell, that means they're threatened. So that's what happened to me. That's how it came about that way. Um, I, that's, that's all I can say on that. No, that, was, that, was, just, that was just fine because I'm glad that you did explain because I think most people, we get it um, mixed up with possessed with a devil with a fact of ownership, but mm. I don't think it's possession, possessed and owned by evil ownership we get it confused because the word possessed nowadays usually refers to ownership. Oh, yeah, that's very good clarification, yeah. Right. But I, I didn't know, but is it possible even if you are a believer, because maybe that's why I always try to make sure I get a very quiet understanding of the Bible and everything, Christine, when it comes down to it, because I thought, like, if you're a believer that you cannot be taken over by an evil spirit, but you still no, can, I can't don't. you? I, I I would say um, fully taken over, no. I really, really don't believe that. I mean, I, I'd say my faith says to me no, because I look at myself, and I was not all that devout. You know, I love God. Oh. I don't care. I, I, I'm free, and I know 100% that when I die, I'm going to see my God. That's it. Nobody can tell me differently. But I wasn't that much of a faithful believer in that time. I, I became one afterwards. But I think that, you know, it comes down to um, what I've learned also, and I have a book coming out, oh, gosh, sometime soon. Um, oh, good. That God, God showed me, I might cheer up a little bit, so excuse me, it gets a little emotional. God showed okay. me that even in spite of the darkness and through the darkness, he can use even that to show me how great he is how great the gifts are and how great and powerful God is over and beyond anything in this world or anything below the world or anything in the other realms. And, um, you know, I think that we can be harassed, certainly, but I think that when we're faithful, I find myself um, kneeling down and saying, show me what you want me to learn from this because I get very irritated. Sometimes I get people in my life and I'm like, are you kidding me? I don't want to deal with this person. And then I say, I kneel down and I say, just please show me what I, what I can learn, how I can become closer to you, God, through this negative situation. And that, right. that's what, that's what came, gave me empowerment because I realized that, you know, that little tiny light that I saw in that big dark hallway of darkness, that, that was God. And that was so much brighter than anything I've ever seen in my life. And it saved me. Right, because it's really when you really get into the Bible, and I think it's Ezekiel chapter 18, verse 4, where it mentions, that according to it, it's impossible for even a non-believer to be literally owned by a demonic spirit. For God claims complete ownership of everybody. But if you, I think it just goes as far as if you're really into that part of that world, which, as you said before, we should leave the dead alone because the Bible states that the living should not mess with the dead. Um, then that's when I think it becomes a control over you. But physically, I don't, I don't think God would just allow that to just happen where it can come in and just really just take over your whole body because if that's the case, then um, my yeah, family probably will be tormented right now with all the stuff they have sometimes do to me with the with my chairs running around here getting on my nerves a lot. <laughs> uh, right, and it's a test. Right. You know, it can be a test. But I mean I, I've always read I've read the book of Job and I'm I'm going through, you know, pre menopause, so I can't remember anything, even my name lately. Sorry about that, too much information. But I remember really getting into the book of Job and, and really if if we read the book of Job we can understand 
you know, the value, I hate to say it like that because it feels like how can you say it's valuable, but we can understand that even God can use the devil. Even God can use the devil and take what the devil does or the demons and use it for our good. And, and that's right. the kind of an attitude that I've really had to hold because I don't, believe me, um, so if it, if it comes down to it, like I've, I've met with people who do a lot of praying for other people, I am not an exorcist. That's why when I put my, when I have my biography, so you can put it on the radio show, it says psychic exorcism because I said I'm not going to call myself an exorcist because I'm not. That's a specific right. gift, you know, and I'm not going to presume that I am one just because I've had the experiences. But I've, I've, you know, you gotta, we got to pray for people. We have to support people because there are times that the backlash can be horrific. It really can be just terrible. Again, that's another opportunity for me to look in myself and say, where are the, you know, I say to God, I say, you know what, I know that there's demonic beings in the world, but they can only mm-hmm. get me, they can only get me if I'm, if I'm weak. And where is the weak pot? Where are the weak spots that I need to fill? so that I can fight against them because they're only going to take over where they can. And if I'm filled with God's spirit and I'm healed and I'm, I'm um, close to God or how, how more psychics say it, the higher vibration or the aura, however these words are used, they basically mean the same thing. They're not going to be able to get into the house if the house is clean and locked up. You know what I'm saying? Hey, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. That's, that's so true. That is, and that's why I say you have to stay prayed up every day because there are demonic activities out here. They're not the yes, joking kind like we see on the movies, but they nope. are out here. You, have to, you do. You have to stay delivered. You've got to be delivered and repent because my mother, she went through a <clears> spiritual battle. See, that's what they really kind of sort of call it now, a spiritual battle, and it's, it's so true, um, which brings me to the question because I know you mentioned exorcism what does an exorcism feel like, Christine? Oh, and we also have another caller on the line. So, Carla, if you want to jo- um, jump in and ask any questions, please do so. I do not mind at all. Are you speaking to me? Um, yes, ma'am. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm blessed, and I'm glad, I'm glad to be having this type of show so we can get a better understanding because, it all breaks down to God and everything every time I do a show. So I'm glad that all of you are on today listening in. So thank you so much. Blessed be. Uh, Christine, you know me. I'm Beth Eden. Hi, Beth. How are you? I'm uh, wonderful. How are you, dear? Good. I, thank you. I had to call in. I am. I know Christine. I believe in Christine very, very much. Um, but I, I was compelled to call in. Um, as much as I agree wholeheartedly with everything Christine is saying, I, I just had to call in. I, too, am a psychic and a medium, and um, I just had to put my two cents in. <laughs> so no, please forgive me. Um, I'm all about simplicity, and Christine will tell you this. Um, the way I do this, now, I don't know much about exorcisms or anything like that, Christine will tell you, but in my opinion, if you stay positive, if you, um, of course, there's always the yin and yang, there's always the, in order to have positive, you have to have negative, there's no doubt about that. What I do personally, and this is why I had to call in, if you, I don't even acknowledge negative in my life it's not part of my consciousness and with um with my work okay not acknowledging negativity in any way okay right i also have god as my center and from a very young child god was always very very close in my life he's everything to me okay um and i also work with all the archangels I have a whole team as well, and keeping them close to me all the time, Archangel Michael especially. Archangel Michael, the strongest angel in the battle of negativity, um, calling on Archangel Michael, like I said, especially, um, and keeping him close. God, no powerful, more powerful. Oh, my goodness. Um, And just 
keeping negativity, staying positive. We're all human. Okay, we're going to have negative thoughts, negative things coming out of our mouth, obviously. Turning it around to a positive, staying positive. Okay, Christine, I'm sure you can agree. Um, I, I staying do. Positive, you know, just positive, positive, positive will keep the negativity away. It, well, it, I it agree with you. Me. It sure will. It, it will keep the negativity away. That's what Christine was trying to explain, too. It, you have to, you do, you have to stay positive because that dealt, he will attack you in any kind of way, especially when he knows that you are a believer. He will. He has done to mm-hmm. my mother. He has done to me. He, oh, boy, I tell you, it just goes so, go so deep. That's why, Christine, we're going to have to have another show on this because it, it is. <laughs> it, it, it touches, it touches I, home. It does. It touches home. And I'm like I said, I'm glad both um, now I'm glad both of you are on here. I am. Thank oh, me you, ladies. Too. I had the same upbringing Christine did too, believe it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did too, Chris. That show you, Christine, you got that covered. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> Christine is phenomenal, I have to tell you. She is an amazing well, woman. Thank you. Well, thank well you. Sis, so are you, Ben. So are you. Why why is it sometimes so difficult to obtain help from churches? Why, why do they run from it? Is, is it just too much for them to deal with? I think oh that people can cannot. I think that when people get into the presence of something that's demonic, they have no way. They can't. You just can't deny it. And I think that for me, the Catholic Church, God forgive me, or God already forgave me for this one, but the Catholic Church can tend to get. Um, well, they have other issues that they have to attend with, and for me. It was, I think, a, a combination of that and also I think that people claim that they're experts and they're, when they get to the point yeah. where they don't know fully what they're doing or they don't know what they're up against, because some of these yeah. beings are very stubborn. Yes. And then they just kind of, it's like victim blaming, you know, it's like victim mm-hmm. blaming. Mm-hmm. I went through a whole couple, few, ten years of being blamed for my the own, everything that was going on around me and it was one day and I think it was like in 2007 I remember mm-hmm. one of my youngest daughter was starting to be attacked. And I was like, mm-hmm. uh-uh. No, 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 no. This does mm-hmm. not happen to my children. You're not. And that's when my mama bear came oh, out yeah. and my perspective changed, you know. Amen. And I, you know, and I realized, mm-hmm. like, it, it was a lot had to do with it about my mindset, like Beth said. My mm-hmm. mindset <sighs> was very negative. And it was, you know, Beth, you'll agree with me that if we're around people who constantly feed us negativity, we're going to have... The energy of eventually will change. It's true. You know? That is, there's no truer word. Who you are around and mm. what you do will affect everything. So yes. people of like mind need to be around other people of like mind. It is so true. It that there's no truer words, Christine. That is the yes. absolute, and that's what I, that's what I teach. That's what I do. You know, yes, it's true. What you put out, you get back, in my words, this is my word, a thousandfold. I know the saying is threefold or tenfold, but I say a thousandfold because it's queen. so true. Right. Mel Roberta, yeah. she got a lot of she Now, what we're going to do, we're going to end up taking a short commercial break, and when we come back, my listeners who are on the line right now, you can ask Christine and Beth any questions that you prefer, so we'll be right back after this. Stay tuned. There's only one station that will keep you happy. Blog Talk Radio. We're taking more of your calls at 347-426-3751. Stay tuned. Sure, humans can be a little weird at times. But take it from me, I'm a dog. And a person is about the best thing that can happen to a shelter pet. So if you want to learn how you can be that person, get down to your local pet shelter or visit the shelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Count. Okay, so five tacos of cheese and a large soda, that's $10,012. Please drive around. Wait, 10000 what? It's obvious for bus and, and driving. I've only had a few. I'm fine. Yeah, the food small box, but cheese. getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Please drive around. Actually, just park and come in. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hello? Hello. We're back on the air, and I'm your host, Technisha, and 
um, callers. I'm glad that you're on. Um, caller from 313-346-647-641. Um, you could go ahead. Hi. Hi, Hello. how are you? I'm Thanks for having me. How are you, ladies? Hello. Hello. Yes, um, I would like a message from the other side regarding a guy named Sam. How does he feel about me? Please, and I thank can't, you. I, I said the, the name. I like Beth, Beth, go ahead. You take it. I, I don't. Uh, I couldn't really hear her. I, I said I would like a. Either. I said I would like a message on the other side regarding a guy named Sam. Please and oh, thank Sam. you. Yes. Mm-hmm. How are y'all ladies doing today? I'm doing I'm great. Good. How are you today, sweetie? I'm fine. Thank you for asking. I would like, Beth, go ahead. You can take this because um, I feel that you should. Okay, hold on a second there. You're looking for a man named Sam? Yes, how does he feel about me? Mm-hmm. Did Sam have white hair? Okay, There's someone coming through for you with light hair. He has a, a chubby <coughs> face. Hair that what? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear that's okay. He, there's a man coming through for you. He has a chubby face, kind of a ruddy, um, a ruddy com- complexion with a chubby face and light hair. This make sense sure. to you? No, I'm not sure. It might be. I'm seeing like blondish hair for you. This is a Blond- man with a ruddy, ruddy face, chubby face. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not sure. Probably somebody that passed along before I came along. I'm not sure. I don't think so. You have to think about that because this is a man he came straight through for you. Mm. I don't know. He came right through for you, sweetie. Hey. I'm not sure. He's clean shaven, no glasses, and he has has a ruddy, ruddy complexion. Chubby face. I'm not. I'm not saying that it's Sam, but this person came straight through for you. No, right no, away. no. I was asking about it. Uh, I was asking about a guy named mm. Sam. How does he feel I, about me? I understand what you're saying, but oh, I am, okay. as as I'm as what happens for me now. I may. I don't do readings like I do. I have to explain to you. Okay, I don't do readings like. Other people, I do them the way I do them, okay? And I can only give information as it comes through and people who step forward the way they do. You understand? And this person came right through. And anyone who comes through, I have to acknowledge. And this person came straight through for you. Okay. Is there any messages that that person has for me? What is that can I hear? I don't know. Somebody's I have no doing idea. The dishes. <laughs> oh, like somebody's you, doing the do you dishes. hear that, Christine? Do you hear that? I do. <laughs> what is that about? <laughs> I have Call no her, idea. What's your name? Sharelle. Call her, what's your your, your Sharelle? Okay, what I get. This is what I'm going to throw in. Um, Go ahead. Thank this you. man that you're talking about, Sam, he has a well. He has a lot of chaos in his life right now. There's broken relationships. There's um. Maybe he had a failing going on in business or a career. He lost his job. Does this make sense? You can say yes or no. You don't have to give me any more information. Uh, I'm not sure about his job, but all the okay. other stuff, it does make sense. Okay, because he has yes, what I have to see around him is chaos. And, and how he feels for you, right now he's being drawn towards, I don't want to say religion, but I want to say faith. He comes from a place of religion where maybe people around him were very deeply religious, book-wise, if you know what I mean. But right now he's being pulled in his heart and in his soul to go more deeply spiritual and to be more faithful and spiritual. So he's kind of battling, like Beth was talking about the yin and the yang, he's battling the uh, physical and the spiritual right now. So right now he's interested in you, but he also has a lot going on around him. That's what I get with yeah, him. He His name is Sam. He has either a broken marriage or a broken relationship. Perhaps it's you with the broken marriage and relationship. I can't really tell. In the future, 
what I'm going to say to you, that spirituality or energy is key right now. He needs to keep the balance. Presently in his time right now, he needs to get balanced. And in about three months, that's what I'm going to say, my time is not exact, but three or four months, things start coming around a little bit more. Right now, you can't tell with him what he feels because he can't get to it. Does that make right. sense at all? Yes, that's that really accurate. Oh, no, you right on. Okay. Yeah, that is. That's really accurate. Everything you just said is true. God. Watch for him to change in his job. Watch for him to for a different job to come around, and then things will start to fall into place. Okay, because he, he works at Chrysler now. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a feeling that it's a lot of chaos, so right now it's probably a better time for him to get But I don't think he's up on him. That's what I'm saying, ultimately. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow, yeah, that was that was right on. Yeah, he did say he got a lot of stuff. You go, Chris. Who's this guy? Is this somebody that he works with or something? Because I'm telling you, I, there's somebody that steps through. I get that, feel, I get that feeling, too. I do get that do feeling. You, do you see this then, Christine? I do. I get the feeling, well, and then the reason I said for you to do it is because I don't like, I, that's not my favorite, that's not my comfortable spot with the medium with stuff. The media. so. Oh, I love medium. I love medium. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't see who this person, you don't know who this person is? No, I, I have no un- idea. Was it an uncle that died? No, not an uncle. So a lot of people said my granddad comes through alive, but I never met him a day in my life. Well, that would explain it. There you go. That he came right it. through. Yes. That explains it right there. Okay. Yeah, well, but I, yeah, I never met him. Never. That's never, okay. never knew who he was. Well, he's he's around yeah. you. I'm going to tell you right now because he came right through. Dang. And that makes perfect sense. That is okay. amazing. That's amazing. Do you have I'm a message to, to right deliver? Now. Do you have a message to deliver? I'm going to tell you this. Here, I'm going to tell you this is Beth again. And I'm going to tell you this. You have, okay, he's talking about children. I'm going to let you know this, okay? He is constantly around you. And I'm going to tell you something else, okay? Uh, Okay. Are you sitting down? Are you sitting down, dear? Yes, I am. Okay, I want you to be sitting down because, and I'm not saying this to scare you, but I'm just going to let you know something. On your right, I have to... My right and left get me confused, so just bear with me, okay? On your okay. right cheek, when you start feel, when you feel um, a small tingling on your right cheek, know that that is him touching your cheek. You understand what I'm saying to you? Now, just don't say anything yet, okay? That is him touching your cheek to let you know that he is around you. He's constantly around you. You understand me? And that's him letting you know that he's around you also. I have to let you know there's something about the leg. He, he touches your leg when you're laying down. You understand what I'm saying to you? There's a tingling on your leg. He's talking about the leg. You understand what I'm saying to you? There's something about the bottom of your leg, your, the bottom leg, the bottom part of your leg. Does this make sense to you? Yes. Yes, it does. Okay? You understand. That's him. That's him letting you know that he's still around you, that he's watching over you, and he understands what you're going through. Does this make sense to you? Sadness. Yes, He's talking about sadness. You're, you're, you're sad, and he wants to let you know that you are, you're not alone. Talking about not alone. He's giving you comfort. That's when you're feeling the tingling, when you're crying. You're crying. He's talking about you crying, and that's when you're feeling the tinglings. Makes sense to you. He's wanting you yes, to know ma'am. you're not alone, and this happens especially when you're crying. Makes sense to you? Yes, ma'am. Okay, that's him. Oh, my God, I'm going to cry. Listen to me because I'm feeling, I'm feeling. Listen, he wants you to know that you're not alone. And he loves you. He's always loved you, dear. And he sees everything that you're going through. Mm -hmm. You understand? Yes. Know that you're not alone. Please understand, when you feel alone, he's still with you, dear. Only... Only the physical is gone. The the the, the love is still there. there Even though you right. may not have met him, you'll mm-hmm. always be his baby. You understand? Well, yeah. Well, he wow, watches that, over that, you, honey. He watches this, over this, you, dear. I'm, I'm scared. Yes, Okay? Yes. That's why he came forward oh. so quickly. And he wouldn't go away until I 
got that out to you. You need to know you're not alone, sweetheart. You really okay. know. Thank you. Okay. I believe that's he also, I'm sorry to say, he also has your cat. <laughs> a cat? He has your cat. Yeah. Oh, no, I he have never a had a cat. He has a cat with him. Oh, okay. I have to I've acknowledge whatever I see, I have to acknowledge, and he has no, a cat. No, Okay. All right? Okay, thank <clears> you, <throat> ladies. I appreciate you all. You're welcome. You have a good day. God bless. You too. You all have a blessed one. God bless you all. You have a wonderful day. Dear you love God and bless you. you. You too. Okay. Now, Bill, um, what? Um, that was that was powerful. I do have another call on. Now, Bill, which what's your area code? It's nice. I don't hear you. Yes, I'm here. Um, yeah. Go right ahead, caller. Um, you're on the air. Hello? Yes. Hello? Yes. We hear Hello? you. Hello? Yes, we hear you. Hi, my, my name is Donna. Hi. Hi. How are you? Hello. We're doing wonderful. Good. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Nice day. Um... I wanted to know, um, I was on the Internet, and I contacted this one man, and he lives in Washington, but he has a home where I live also, and he's coming in with a friend, and I wanted to know what you saw with um, he potentially having a relationship with either one of these men or if there's another man coming into my life soon. Hmm. You got two choices, huh? That's <laughs> always good. Oh well, boy. That's a like two, you know. But yeah. What six months? You've you've been talking to this guy for six months. Um, just about, yeah. Mhm. Mhm. You want to take this one, Christine? <laughs> well, I mean, I think we both should. I don't want to talk over you or, or block you I from don't doing want anything. To talk over you, girlfriend. Go ahead. <laughs> no, usually nobody can. <laughs> but, um, oh, I don't mean it that way. No, no, go no, ahead. No, I don't. No. <laughs> I know. We'll both do it. You can do it, too. Um, what I get, uh, I, your name is uh, uh, Shauna. 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 Okay, okay. Very hard to hear. Um, what I feel like, the first thing that jumps out on me, Shauna, is, um, and I don't know why, so forgive me. I know it's not what you asked me. Um, you're... You're very worried. Right now you're in a, in a state of, yeah, very worried, and you're worried about, um, well, having things taken away, being rejected, yeah. being lonely, but also about your health. Your health is being affected in some way, and I feel like um, one of the men is, is a bit older than you, if, yeah. if this is correct. The energy yes. that I'm feeling is one of the men is, is a great bit, bit older than you. So ethically, for me to tell you which one to pick, I can't do it. Um, but I feel like one of the person, the energies that I'm picking up around you is that he's, thankfully, uh, kind of ironically, an intuitive. He's very intuitive. And I see him as a very strong person, but also a person, a man who knows and the reason I'm telling you this is because I'm trying to connect with his energy. He knows about people around him. He has some type of work that he does where he resolves things. He works with people who argue, something like that. He's one very them, good at one that. One of them is an attorney. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. So I feel like he's a very strong person for you. Um, and I feel like the, the, the brighter energy kind of goes that way. That being said, it doesn't mean that the other one isn't. It means that whichever one you choose, your path is going to be both blessed and, well, not so blessed. You know, there's going to be difficulty and there's going to be um, ease. That's what I mean. But what's, what's sticking out to me, Shauna, is that you're very worried right now. And I really feel that that worry, uh, it's not for nothing. You, you know, you've had some things that have happened um, that someone rejected you, this was an ex-boyfriend or an ex-husband, and it puts you into some kind of financial uh, situations where you have to, have to like, um, what you, what's the word? I can't even think of the words. My thesaurus is broken. You had to struggle for quite a bit. So now 
the abundance is coming through, God is blessing you, and that worry, as, as hard as it is to, to stop it, is going to have a, a great impact on what's coming into your life and who's coming into your life. Um, the other man, I don't get a lot of, but he seems more like a, like a, like a, like very easygoing, very young at heart, very, very young at, at spirit. He's very, um, he's a little bit not as serious as the, the first man that I spoke about. But don't, don't think that if you're not dating, you know, if you're not dating one seriously, I hate to sound like this, but don't stop yourself from going, I, I hate to say it like this, but don't stop yourself from learning about both of them. But the one who is a lawyer or judge, is he going to be a judge because he feels more like a judge? Um, he's going to be going to like, investigate him first, like interact with him first, because I feel like there's an interest there, which was your original question, and I actually got to it for the one that's a lawyer, feels more, just a little bit more pursuing of you than the other one. Oh, good. Oh, wonderful. And I wanted to ask you real quick, I'm not working right now. Are things going to get better to me? I'm usually a very lucky person. I can win many things. I've won trips, I've won a car, and so I wanted to, and that's, you know, because I'm on disability and all, but do you see more abundance coming in for me? Because the always think that I am looked after. Yes, I do. But again, to say that the worry, I, I see that there's worry about the finances. Did the, just because I'm curious, I'm sorry, you don't have to answer me, but the financial issues came about after a breakup, something to do with a breakup or associated um, with a breakup? I was supposed to have, a friend was supposed to have left me an inheritance. I knew him for 30 years, and he just kept putting it off and off and off, and he died, and I didn't receive anything, and that was just oh, oh so disappointing. <clears throat> okay, it felt like more of a breakup than I was wrong. Sorry about that. But, yes, I do feel your abundance is there. The abundance, God wants to bless you. Put it that way. Abundance is, is the blessings from God, and I feel that it's there and it wants to happen, but I would worry, I mean, I would work on, on, on lifting the worry that you have. I know it's hard. Believe me, I know. You know, meditation helps prayer, I meditation. I meditate every day and I pray. Yeah. Good. It's, now, it's, well, it's difficult. Good. Well, that is, that's a good thing. Now, we also, um, not cutting anybody out, we also have another call in who wanted to ask Thank about you. a relationship question. 978-373-4053. Go right ahead. Hello? Yes, you're on. We hear you, love. Hi. Um, I have a question um, about someone that I see occasionally. His name is Joe. And um, I don't know. He's been acting kind of funny lately. I spoke to him yesterday. And... um, He said he was screening his calls, and I asked him what was going on, and he said it was personal. I don't know if I can trust him. What do you think is going on with this person? Um, Beth, did you want to take this one? Or I don't Go know. ahead, Chris. Uh, Go ahead. This is your uh, your deal. <laughs> well, no, no, that's not what it is. It's. I don't mean it negatively, honey. No, no, I know that. I know that, but. Uh, the first thing that popped into my mind about Joe was that Joe is, is having some physical issues. Um, that's the first thing that popped into my mind, that he's very, he's not feeling well. There's something going on physical and he's worried. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't even know. I don't even know if you know that about him. Uh, you may have, have suspected it. Um, right now he's not showing you. Uh, there's what I get with him um, and your, your date, you date him. He's your boyfriend. Not real boyfriend, um, like we see each other maybe okay. one night out of the weekend when we can. It would okay, be so about a year I, we've been going back and forth like this. Okay. So you want to know if you can trust him. Um, uh, again, the ethics mm-hmm. surrounding this answer are just right there. Um, mm-hmm. What I get with him is that he doesn't feel good that he's worried about his health. It keeps coming to me very strongly that he's worried about his health. I see him very attracted to the material world. Um, mm-hmm. he's, he's, I'm sorry. He's getting mm-hmm. a wake-up call 
right now, and he's not he's he's afraid of something. He's mm-hmm. afraid of something. I don't honestly don't like the energy that I feel from him, but I feel like he's had uh, <coughs> he's had a lot of um, he's connected to the physical material world very very mm-hmm. overtly, and it's he he's, should not be. But as far as whether or not you can trust him, in so much as you have been trusting him, but I feel like fear and I feel like health are, are like um, occupying him right now. Do you think that someone's after him for money? Well, I, on, go ahead, please. If you don't mind, because I, I immediately got bills. I got immediately okay, got please money. Go. I immediately got money, and that's why. I'm so sorry, Christine, but I immediately nope. got money and bills and bill collectors. Now, I was going to ask you if you know about his financial, because I immediately got money. Well, he just got child support back because his son's not going to college. Okay, because I did, I swear. I immediately, immediately got money, and, um, and I was going to ask you about financial, if you knew about his financial situation. Oh, I, I would think it would have improved because of the uh, just recently he got child support back. He, you know, he got that yeah. reinstated. Well, do you see anyone coming up for me? A, a permanent relationship with a nice man? What does seven mean to you? Seven months. What, oh my god! What gosh, does seven wow. months mean to you? Seven. Um, well, when I first got married in 1982, we got married in July, which is the seventh month. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> mm. And, and uh, haven't, I have to ask you this. I'm sorry. This is what comes to me. Did you not meet someone just recently, a couple weeks ago? No, but you know what? It's funny. It's not that I met someone. My very first boyfriend, I um, he asked me, yeah, on Facebook. And uh-huh. tomorrow night we're going to mm-hmm. meet for a drink. Interesting. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. but he's married. Doesn't. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. What What do you think's going to happen? Tell me the truth. Christine. Uh, yeah, Christine, let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> well, with this with this man I, I agree and I, I also I also actually literally right as Beth was saying it, I got mm-hmm. that you said you're gonna meet somebody in the future and I did get the number seven. My interpretation was in seven months. But that's again it's give or take that there will be someone else. I think I, I feel like mm-hmm. I wanna say don't get involved with anybody who's married. Um, but it's not to say that it's not going to be a blessing in your life to reconnect. Um, right. Let me just count them one. Yeah, literally seven months. You have to free yourself from something. And right before you meet somebody who's supposed to be in your life that's really right. going to be a great blessing and permanent, you have to escape from something. Because I feel like you're attracting yourself to men who are not fully available. Yeah, like this and guy, Joe. Yeah, you you need it's sort of keeping yourself protected because you can always say to yourself, "Well, I don't have to get permanently involved with him because he's not available." So that's giving yourself, forgive me for sounding judgmental, but that's giving yourself a reason to not really connect because I feel like you had a bad relationship and it really had its effects on you. So when you learn that lesson, um and I hate to say it like that because you didn't do it to you're not getting paid back or anything like that. But when you learn to heal from the karma and the energy that came from the prior relationship, then you're going to open the door and the beautiful sunshine is going to come out and all that music's going to play. Um, right. And you're going to have those better, better apt people for you. Not apt, but better, not equipped because that sounds like something entirely Yeah, I know what you're saying. Equipped isn't bad either. But um, yeah, so I feel like that's right in your heart and, you know, you've been kind of surrounded by those emotions and that hurt, and these, yep. these people are safe. So that man, 
I think his health has an issue, and as Beth said, that's very, very, I feel that's very accurate as well. He's got people coming after him for money. He's somebody's, he's yeah. very distracted. So yeah. keep him as a friend and possibly move on. That's yeah. my advice, I know. Yeah. Okay, anything about money? Um, my finances are really bad, and I'm on SSI. Yeah, it ties in. Yeah, well, SSI, you can work with SSI. And and I feel oh. like SSI is good for the time. You have, um, forgive me for being forward here. I guess I'm supposed mm. to be. You have issues yeah. with anxiety and depression. Yes. And, yeah, yeah and, and see, that's blocking you. But you see, that goes back to being freed from that prison of the emotional hurt. I feel like whoever you were with in the past was very, very, well, verbal Abusive. and somewhat abused, even physical. Yes. And it, it comes to me that, Counseling would help, you know, to get really into the, the, the bare areas um, where your hurt, the hurt is. The hurt really I've is. I've done that already several times. Keep doing it. Yeah, keep doing it because it's working. And then within terms of um, money, money, let's look for money because I'm not looking at money. Any inheritance? Aha, <laughs> uh-huh. That's that's what they all say. <laughs> um, yeah. That's what I've been saying for years. Everybody, I had a dream the other night. I kid you not, right. my uncle who died in 1987, and he was telling me in the dream, sitting there with a dark look on his face, and he was telling me where seventy-four thousand dollars was. And you know what? Before he told me, my daughter woke me up. So the moral oh, of how the do story you like is, don't, <laughs> don't sleep with your kids. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but, now um, they're grown. I'm on my own. But um, my godparents, like my godfather is 90 and my godmother, you know, they're married. She's in her late 80s. They don't have any children, so I didn't know if something was coming along. If you think so, yes, then that that would be something that you would know. Um, I don't really get anything about that, but I feel like there's going to be something that you're going to be given an opportunity to do like even on a part-time basis, I know that's not really what you wanted to hear, and I'm sorry. No, it has to be under the table anyway, because yes. where I live, I can only make 200 more a month on SSI. Not, and if I'm living in housing, some of it goes to them. Well, ladies, yeah, but aren't um, you artistic? Oh, well, aren't, aren't you a ladies? writer? I'm sorry. I'll, aren't you a writer? A writer? No. There's something artistic with you. You you do something artistic. Like no. Something um telling you. Okay, you could say no if you want to, but I'm telling you, you do something artistic. It's writing or, or I don't know, drawing, painting, something artistic. You You can tell me no, that's fine, but I'm telling you, there's something artistic with you. You're going oh, to find me. that you're doing... Go ahead. Oh, excuse me. Um, Bell and Christine said I'm... Um, coming almost to an end, um, I just wanted to make sure that even the young lady who's on the line right now gets your contact information so that way you all can be able to go into further discussion with this. Because this is, this is awesome, though. I, I tell you, you never, you never know what you'll get out of this because I never even talked to anybody with uh, psychic abilities. Um, but, yes, if you ladies can give out your information, that would be awesome. Uh, well, my website is christinecorda.net, and you can find out everything about me on there. I have a show on Blog Talk Radio, Kiss Me, I'm Psychic, the Psychic View, and you can find it on here on Blog Talk as well. Okay. And, Bill, what, what about you, Beth? I, you can just find me on Facebook. I'm Beth Eden on Facebook. I mean, I, I had no intentions of doing this, so I mean. No, no, it's it's fine. It, don't that, even that apologize is, one more time. It's fine. No, that, all right. No, you did nothing wrong. As I could, nothing I at all. Nothing. You did nothing wrong at all, ladies. To go any longer, I would. I just, m- mommy has to go to work early, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm scared to the clock today, so um, I really appreciate everybody for calling in today and. But, and actually, before I leave, I just want to get a truth of the day from my friend Mary Ellen. Know what your needs are so you can declare them. Writing them down will bring you a greater sense of assurance. God cannot give you what he does not know what you need. First, you must consciously express your needs. Ask and yea shall receive. 
informing you at this moment, say, I don't need anything. I have no idea what I need. If you don't know what you need, how is God supposed to know? Also, you must be specific as God will always give you exactly what you ask for. No more and no less. Putting words down on paper will assist you in giving your needs order. The Bible says that the spoken word is powerful and the written word is more powerful still. Today, think about your needs. Share them with a family member or a trusted friend. Write them down. Enjoy the day. Ladies, all of you have a blessed one, and I hope to do this again with all of you very, very soon. Thank you so much. Wonderful show. I love it, and God bless you. Thank you, Beth. God bless everyone. Thank you so much. Christine, give me a call. You're welcome. I will. Thank you, sweetie. Anybody who want to look for me on Facebook, I'm at Technisha Day, my full name, so I'm there if you want to look for me on Facebook. And again, everybody, thank you. Everybody have a prosperous day. I'll see you soon. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to The Bright Side with Tanisha. Come back daily from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. God bless.